Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Skip Rollins, CIO at Freeman Health System. In this segment, Rollins talks about how having a limited budget complicates the process of selecting a core vendor, why his organization isn't considering a hosted EHR model, and how they're leveraging teletracking's tools to more efficiently manage patient flow. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. So I think the best place to start is by providing some information about Freeman Health System, what you have in terms of hospitals, clinics, and, and of course, where you're located. Okay. Freeman Health System is a, a, a community health system. We're located in southwest Missouri in, in an area that, that generally is called the four-state area because it's uh, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Missouri all come together in a very close vicinity. So we, we pull customers from all four, four areas, so they call it the four-state area. Uh, we're a, a three-hospital, just under 500-bed health system. We um, have very traditional lines of services. We're certainly a, uh, a regional health system. We draw customers from generally about 50 to 60 miles around us. Freeman has been open and been in this area since the 1920s, and they like to say that they've never shut their doors. So, um, uh, it, 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 But I would say, you know, having been in the business for a while, it's a very typical community health system. And as far as being a, a locally owned organization, what does that mean from your perspective? Well, uh, profitability is always important, but, but, but it's not as important as being a, a good steward of the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, Freeman is the largest employer in, in Joplin. Therefore, we see ourselves as a cornerstone of the community. And that's, that's not always the same when you get into more uh, larger metropolitan health systems where everybody kind of has their little piece of territory staked out. So we see ourselves as the healthcare provider for a, a large uh, geographical area and, a, and a, actually a pretty large population of patients. Okay. And now being in that four-state area, you said that, that uh, you get patients from those other four states. So. Is that something where you have partnerships with other organizations, or how does that work for the most part? Well, I wouldn't say partnerships as much as I would say working relationships because we we exchange patients with several of the health systems in uh, Springfield oh, uh, to the east of us, um, like um, uh, Children's in Kansas City. We do a lot of patient exchanges there. We do a lot of things with Integris over in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and uh, not so much the south of us, but we are um, enter into partnerships where we can be referrals for each other. We exchange patients when it makes sense geographically or it fits a, a specialty that one or the other of us may not have. It's not unusual at all to see patients moving between the facilities. Okay. But Freeman is doesn't have any uh, affiliations. Well, we we don't. I would say in the most formal sense, no. Right. Okay. And in terms of the EHR environment, uh, are you on Meditech in the hospitals? We are. I just left a meeting where we're talking about our EM, EMRs. We actually have five that we have to deal with, but okay. we're in Meditech in the hospital. Uh, we're, uh, we use GE centricity in our clinics, and Freeman has a very large population, just under 70 clinics now in, in that four-state area. Okay. 
and we have a, a third one, uh, avatar in our behavioral health. So we have a, a wide variety of systems, and um, and that's the reason why our number one initiative from, from an organizational perspective as it relates to technology is to get to a single EMR. Right. Okay. So uh, what what uh, phase of the, the discussions are you in with that? Is this pretty early in the game? No, I would say uh, it's late in the game. We've done uh, a thorough vetting of the market. We've, we've done um, cost analysis for the three big players in the market and um, have looked at uh, both five and 10-year TCOs to make sure that we understood the full impact of doing business with any of them. We've analyzed the numbers and, and honestly, uh, uh, we're, we're struggling with some of the numbers because of the size they are, and, yeah. but we're, uh, we continue to have ongoing discussions with all three of the vendors and with Meditate being the incumbent, we continue to have, I would say, very strong negotiations or discussions with Meditech, but the, the tool that they are uh, indicating they think would be best for us is very, very new and mm-hmm. is still not widely deployed in the market. So we're, right. we're a little pensive about uh, getting on board with that tool. Right, right, understandable. And I, I don't know if you can even answer this, but we're starting to see more of like the, these hosting models. Is that something that the organization would look into, or is it something you kind of rather stay away from as far as being hosted by another organization? Well, we, we certainly have talked about it, mm-hmm. uh, but we feel like Freeman is a, a little too large and a little too diverse in the, in the specialties and, and our needs from the systems that we could exist and be happy in that environment. Yeah. Uh, we know there's health systems our size that do it, uh, but we feel like, again, because of the kind of things that we need to do here that, that we might be encumbered if we were um, on a system piggybacking off someone else's build. Right. So I guess uh, one of the big questions is, at what point do you hope to, to move to a decision? It's never an easy one. <laughs> No, you know, Kate, we, Freeman is a, a very fiscally very conservative company, and that's the reason why Freeman has made it for, you know, the period of time they've made it. And so they don't make decisions like this in a vacuum. They certainly don't rush into decisions that are nine figures when you look at them. So, so I would say that uh, our hope, our goal is to get something made, to get a decision made before the end of this calendar year or very early in next calendar year. Uh, but but it will only be made when we've completely and thoroughly vetted all of our options and and made sure that we understood all the implications of the decisions. Right, right. It certainly seems like a sound approach, and not having to be up against um, what are sometimes unrealistic deadlines for making decisions. Well, from my perspective, Kate, I've been in the IT business a long time. Knee-jerk reaction decisions very rarely turn out well. Yeah. So you're much better off to vet it and understand the implications in the long term. And it's frustrating for folks when you're deliberate about your decision-making, but it's also it's a prudent thing to do is to, to make sure that you understand everything around you before you make an important decision like this. Right. Okay. So you said you have, you have Meditech in hospitals at this point. Is it different versions? No, it's just one. We're all on the same same instance of software. It's, a, it's 608, which is the is the most recent version, predecessor version to the 6-1 portfolio. And we, all three hospitals run the same software. Okay. Okay. So now looking at, at some of the other uh, things either you're, you're working on or you have done, um, I, I did want to talk about some of the initiatives Freeman has, has looked at for um, improving patient flow. And, 
throughout the organization. As far as this one, looking at the primary goal, I, I imagine that as a community hospital, it, it's always a goal to really make sure that, that you're getting the most out of the resources that you have and, and uh, trying to make things as efficient as possible. So is that kind of the, uh, the mindset going into looking at this project? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's all about maximization of our resources. So, mm-hmm. so patient management, patient flow is something that, that for us, we can't afford to have people sitting around in the room all day waiting to get discharged when we have people in the ER that's waiting to go into that room. Right. So, so that managing that flow, making sure that we're efficient when we move the patient around, making sure that, that everyone is aware of the need to be efficient in there uh, is uh, is super important for us because we run a very high census, and and we need to make sure that the folks um, that need to be in the hospital are in the hospital, and the ones that are ready to go home have gone home. Right. Okay. So then the work you did with Teletrax, part of that was focusing on uh, automating that switchboard process and just making it easier to to manage call schedules and and things like that. Yes. That that that's been a a, a great uh, a great win for us in IT, and it and it's really it's something that that we have worked very hard to make sure that we're not an encumbrance, that we're an enabler, and mm-hmm. and the process that that was in pre- previously before we partnered with Teletracking was very manual. It was time consuming. It took a long time sometimes to be able to make sure we contacted all the people. Uh, they had to check the schedule, make sure there was no changes in the schedule. So it was very labor intensive, leading up to you know making the phone call that that called the the particular team that needed to be brought in, or to, or for any other things that they might be called about. So what we wanted to do was to to make it where the departments were owning the the schedules, and the, if there were changes to be made, then they were made. Uh, with the department, and and we were simply the people that pushed the button to make the alert. We didn't want to have to figure out who had switched shifts with who and and uh, who was on this week uh, or who was out of town. We just wanted to be able to make sure that the people got contacted. So we sit down with the stakeholders in the hospital, and we kind of explained to them what we were trying to do, and everyone thought it was a good idea. And so we executed with, with teletracking, and it's turned out to be a really good thing. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.